It's time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. And good evening, everybody. It is Sunday night. It is 8 o'clock. It is time for episode, what do we have here? 237 of the Ron and Brian podcast. Um, very impressive number. Um, Brian, how are you tonight, I, my friend? I'm doing great. Um, 237, you know, that number is very meaningful to me. Um, and why is that? Because, well, as, as, as people who follow the podcast closely know, um, I recently had some blood work done. My cholesterol is actually 237. Oh, um, so it's very special that today we are recording episode 237. Seems a bit high. Um, Brian, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a little sleep deprived. You can see, even though it's 8 o'clock at night, it is very bright sure. in here. Uh, my neighbors have gone full Clark Griswold on their Christmas yeah. decorations. Uh, you can see in that back window there, uh, just the, the level of brightness coming from their house um, is, is ridiculous. And they leave them on all night. Uh, it's, well, it's very inconsiderate. What's so terrible is that it's so bright that it's actually coming through my living room window here in Queens. That's um, what I've heard. It's 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 uh, it's covering a 200 mile radius. It is so intense. So they said that it can be seen by the Hubble telescope in space. Um, and uh, it's just it's listen, there's it's people who are in this Christmas spirit who overdo it. Just just special. They're just yeah. they ruin it for everybody else. Yeah. Ron, I have, I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah, I, and I always have answers for you, my friend. What is that shiny object over your shoulder? Like you, you, you pointed well, no, I told off. You, that's, that's the window there, and that's all the, the light coming in from my neighborhood. No, the shiny object on the other side of, over your oh, shoulder. the other side. You're talking about this shiny object right back here? Yeah, what is that shiny object? Is, well, and I, and I don't know if all of our listeners are aware of this, that, that I am um, 51% owner of the podcast due to um, Brian's inability to make a good Super Bowl bet. Um, he lost that, that percentage to me this year. And I feel I am, I've been humble about it. I don't, I don't feel that I brag about it all that much. Uh, but yeah. I, I was thinking about it because there's real no monetary benefit. We, we put the money back into the podcast. So there, there's sure. no real monetary benefit for me um, having this 51% ownership for me. Um, so I said, what can I do to kind of subtly um, let people know that I am 51% owner of the podcast, Brian? So that's why, let me roll back here and grab this. I am, I am proud oh, to be able to present live here on episode 237. Oh. The Ron and Brian podcast, 51% ownership title belt. Um, let's look at this here. Beautiful, uh, beautiful gold belts. You got the, the, the logo there in the middle. It says 51% ownership. Um, on this side, we've got Brian's photo. And on this side, uh, we've got my photo with our tagline, now more than ever. So um, I have been... Does of, it go all the way around the back? I mean, it's got, you know, we've got the snaps in the back. We've got a couple uh, gold pieces in the back um, just to, uh, you know, accentuate the belt. So it's, uh, and it's solid. It is, it is, it's heavy. It's, uh, it's six pounds of gold, Brian. Um, really? So I have been, uh, I've been wearing this at times. Um, let me just kind of, uh, 
just kind of put this over my shoulder and just kind of hold it there um, while we do the podcast here. So our good friends uh, at uh, Trophy Smack, uh, you know, we I've been having some conversations in the industry, and, and you may remember Trophy Smack from, uh, from Shark Tank. They got a deal with Mark Cuban. They said, you know, we really... Uh, like the Ron Bump uh, by, you know, purchasing a title belt from us. I'm like, what about Brian? They're like, you know, if he comes along for the ride, whatever. We want the 51% owner. Um, So they were good enough to uh, supply us with this belt. Uh, Great customer service. Great quality. I mean, uh, I wish... Uh, Brian, that you have, would have had an opportunity to come down and see this title belt in person, but uh, you know, at some point. So this really, this gives us something to really battle for when we go to the Super Bowl this year, because that additional one percent of ownership will once again uh, be up for grabs um, as we uh, as as we go into the new year. And it's 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 weighted. It's got it's got some heft to it. It is the, it is six pounds. They, they said it in the listing. It's a six-pound championship belt. I was, you know, for the price, it's under $200. So I was, I was concerned about the quality um, of, this, uh, of this title belt. And when I came in, um, all, my, all my doubts were wiped away. I mean, this is a solid quality American piece of craftsmanship. Um, great customer service. There was a, uh, actually when it came in, there was a screw missing from the back of the belt that holds the plate on. I reached out, I'm like, hey, everything was great except this one thing, it's missing a screw. Like two days later, I had a bag of like 20 screws. So if we right. lose, you know, if this starts to come apart, we can repair this ourselves. But just fantastic customer service, just a fantastic product. I mean, let me, again, let me just- Hold it up again, Ron, please. Hold this up in front of the camera. I mean, it just the glimmers. logo came out perfect. Yeah, I, I mean, again, you you sometimes worry about how something like this, you know, looks, you know, when you're designing it online versus how it looks when it comes in. Um, so I will, uh, you know, there will be times I'll go down to make my lunch during the work week. I will wear the title belt. Um, you know, I will I will just randomly uh, carry it around the house on my shoulder. I can see why you know uh, wrestling guys, you know, boxing they they want to win win titles, and sure. it's not for the accolades. It's more to be able to just you you look you look a certain way when you carry a title belt around with you. Can you hold the belt above your head like uh, Bret Hart did after uh, winning SummerSlam in '94? So just kind of just kind of hold it up like this yeah. and kind of yeah. show it to the crowd and. Yeah, 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 and then point to it and point to the crowd like you're you're in tears. Love it, I love it. So, um, so yesterday you uh, uh, showed it around to some friends. Uh, you know, we had some we had some friends here yesterday, um, and you know, I, I, I there it was it was very well received. Uh, the friends really liked the belt. One of them uh, put it on. I, I let her walk around and wear it for a while. Um, you know, and, and some people, you know, you, you'll get some negative commentary about items like this at times. Like some people might say, you know, this is the most embarrassing and ridiculous thing you've done um, in, the, in the entirety of our marriage. But I'm not here for that kind of negativity, Brian. I'm here for the positivity that comes from being um, uh, 51% owner. And so we will, we will battle for this in February. Quick funny story. Um, I've I've attempted to uh, ask my wife if she would like to wear the belt or carry the belt sure. around. She has not wanted to touch it, uh, so she didn't realize the heft 
that this carried. So one of right. our friends had the title belt um, around her waist, and for some reason, my wife decided to strike the front of it here and uh, injured her hand, not realizing no. how solid this was. So I think she's got a newfound uh, respect for this title as, as well. I, and again, it's, it's, it's now being referred to as the legendary six pounds of gold. Um, it's, 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 it's one of the most sought after prizes in the podcast sure. universe. And, uh, we'll, we'll have to look into, um, replica belts on the web store, sure. uh, because I feel this is going to be something that's going to be in high demand. I already, um, received a message from William Esquire friend of the show asking yes. for um, how he could go about getting a replica um, title belt. Um, so you can go to trophysmack.com. Um, they've got tr title belts, they've got uh, trophies, they've got rings, um, just uh, for anything, fantasy football, um, podcast ownership, um, you know, Yahtzee leagues, whatever you have out there, um, use, um, use. Ron, can I interrupt you for a yes. moment? Yes. Mm -hmm. What microphone are you using right now? Oh, am I am I using the wrong one? I think you're using the wrong one because every time you tap the belt, your uh, microphone goes off. All right, how are we now? Oh my goodness! Nine minutes into the show, we figure <laughs> out what's going on with your microphone. We know what it is. Um, unfortunately, uh, Matt was it was not here today to do the uh, the pre-show setup. Sure. So I think that's probably in hindsight. Um, giving him his Christmas bonus in fentanyl, probably not the best idea that we've had. Uh, but again, going back to trophysmack.com, use promo code BRIANCANTBET uh, to receive $3 off your purchase. Um, again, not a great discount, but it's such a great value that they are already giving you um, that I, I think it's worth it even at full price. Now, it's, now the question is, come February... right. <clears throat> And uh, Super Bowl happens. Yes. I believe this is Super Bowl number 76. Um, I win our Super Bowl bet. I mean, it's possible. I, I win. I'm the winner. Blind squirrels find nuts. Broken clocks are right twice a day. My point is, will there be a, um, you know, a, a, a natural uh, handing off of power? Will there... Um, <clears throat> Will you have your own January 6th like um, uh, uh, rally in uh, suburban Philadelphia um, urging the people to stop the transfer of power? Um, you know, when when I first ordered this, I, I said to myself, I said, self, if Brian wins this fairly uh, come uh, come February, I will I will give him the belt. But when you feel the, the, the surge of power that you sure. get from having this um, across your shoulder or, or tight around your waist. Um, I, you know, I, I hope I hope that I will have the integrity to hand this belt off should I lose the Super Bowl bet. But um, I can't, you know, sitting here um, Sunday night, December, what is this, December 18th, um, yes, I, can't, I can't make any guarantees just yet. So we just have what, to hope. What I find most uh, entertaining about this belt is that your... Um, your wife um, refuses to acknowledge it now right. that she has been injured by it, not just before she was emotionally injured. Now <laughs> she's physically been injured by this belt. Yes. Um, I imagine the level of hostility that she has towards it. Um, 
followed by uh, my lady's uh, absolute, and this is just based on photos. Right. She has already announced that there's no way that that belt is coming into um, uh, this home. Um, so uh, it, it's funny how uh, the men are desperately um, seeking out ownership of this belt while the uh, uh, the women in our lives have uh, flat out rejected it. Yeah, they are they are rooting against us. Um, so, yes. you know, I think either way we all win. I think so. And I think that is what makes this world beautiful. Ron, I'm going to tell you something. That belt is a thing of beauty. And um, uh, I, I'm proud. I am proud to say um, that, uh, you know, uh, it's 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 49 percent mine. Um, so uh, congratulations. I hope you enjoy it. Don't get too comfortable with it. Don't get too used to holding it, because in just a short um, uh, less than two months, that baby, that beautiful baby will be mine. We'll see. Um, and Trophy Smack is uh, fashioning you a 49% ownership belt um, out of um, used toilet paper rolls. So it's not going to have the same quality as this, but I felt like something should signify, signify maybe. Let me try signify. the word. Let's go with signify. Um, your place in the podcast. I, I, I We'll take it. We'll absolutely take it. Ron, I have a question. Yes. What are you drinking? Uh, are you saying it's time for Drink of the Week? It is. Drink of the Week. Drink of the Week. Drink of the Week. Drink of the week. Drink, Drink of, the of the week. week. Drink of the week. Well, Brian, this week uh, from our friends Founders Brewing out in Grand Rapids, Michigan, this is their session ale. This is their all day IPA. Uh, when you are getting together for a special occasion um, with close friends that took the time to come out and visit, um, this is a fantastic beer. Uh, it is 4.7% alcohol, so uh, a lower alcohol content than a lot of IPAs, which is why it's an all-day IPA. Um, you can uh, have a few of these while sitting around with friends, enjoying some good food, enjoying some good times together. Uh, and even though it's low in alcohol, it's still has a great body, great taste. I mean, look at that uh, that coloring there, Brian. Ooh. Looks pretty solid. Um, let me just, I mean, I had a few of these last night, but let me take a sip. How many more can this man have? Uh, um, it's it's it is, fantastic. It's a, uh, walk me through the flavor profile. Um, again, it's, I like it because it's got that, that standard IPA. Uh, it's got that little bitterness, that little bite to it, mm -hmm. um, but it is not too hoppy. And again, even though it uh, is a lower alcohol content, still a great flavor to that beer. Um, one that, uh, again, uh, you get together, you have, you know, there, there are so few what I would call truly special events in people's lives in a given sure. year. And sure. so when when one of those special events happens, you know, you 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 want to gather your tribe together. You want to get people that are close to you and special to you and mean a lot to you and get them all in one place. Sure. And, um, you know, sometimes you're not able to get all of them in one place. But when no, you're you able can't. to get when you're able to get most of them in one place, sure. um, you want to celebrate um, with a, a, a solid beverage. And I would say sure. Founders All Day IPA uh, fits the bill. Wonderful. Very happy. Brian, what are you drinking this week? 
Ron, this week, you know, everybody has, you know, uh, everybody seems to have jumped on this winter lager, um, uh, uh, you know, bandwagon. Right, right. But not I. I'm still working on my Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Mm. It's, it's my favorite beer of the year. This one, this is one of the better known seasonal offerings from Sam Adams, the country's most prolific craft brewery. You know, the color, it pours deep red amber. The notes, very rich in caramel, roasted malts, and a dark bre bread. Mm. There's subtle hints of baked sweet potato and nutmeg, Ooh. also delectable. And I'm taking a sip because I've got, I still have about 23 out of my case that's still sitting in my refrigerator. I will say out of uh, all of the Oktoberfest beers that come out each year, um, I would put Sam Adams high up on the list of ones I like to drink. So good. Still so good. And you're taking a second sip. I mean, that's mm. that's how good it is. Mm, in my belly. <laughs> Ron? Yes? What's bothering you? Oh, it's time for Beef of the Week. So what's uh, what's bothering me this week is uh, my cable company Xfinity, uh, oh. and I'm going to tell you why, Brian. Sure. Is you know it's the holiday season, mm -hmm. and you know there are certain holiday movies that are available for free, um, probably nine or ten months out of the year. But yeah. when you hit November, December, you want to go watch these movies, and then all of a sudden they've decided to start charging for them again. And so, Brian, what would you say one of the best holiday movies of all time is? Uh, uh, it, it's a wonderful, uh, uh, wonderful Christmas. More, more modern than that. Uh, uh, Die Hard. Die Hard. Okay. How about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Oh, that's a classic. A classic. One that my wife and I love to watch. Normally, free. Now, they want me to pay five bucks for a movie that was free 10 months out of the year. But yet... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Who's making you pay for that? My cable company. It's, it's now, well, they, they switch it. It's on demand. And instead of being a free viewing, it's now $4.99. Oh, my gosh. And yet, you can watch Drivel, like The Holiday, free mm -hmm. of charge. And possibly one of the most problematic holiday movies of all time, Love Actually, free of charge. I hate love actually it is now playing on the downstairs tv and i i am so glad to be uh not having to sit in the same room because it is easily one of the most problematic holiday movies but christmas vacation solid quotable i mean how yeah, many lines can you quote from that i mean and there's not it's it's tough to say that there's a a solid movie start to finish but yeah. i would argue that there is really no downtime um in christmas vacation well, cousin Eddie really comes to the forefront in the in this movie. Yes, I mean he's he's solid in the first one, but really uh, comes into his own. And who here hasn't at least one time in their life uttered the classic quote, "Shitters full." Shitters full. Um, I don't know that I've ever quote, said that quote. Well, that's why. Maybe that's why you don't have the six pounds of gold around your waist, my friend. You really do love that, don't you? Yeah. Cream of the crop rises to the top, Brian. I it really does sound sturdy. I'm not going to lie to you. It sounds sturdy. It's very solid. I mean, I, I you know, again, 
I, I've slowly fallen in love with this. I tried to uh, to hang it up in uh, in the main bedroom. Sure. Vetoed right away. Now, has your wife made any decisions? Um, has your wife made any, um, uh, how do I say this? Is she willing to make love while laying down over the belt? I know that is a traditional right. um, a rite of passage for all true champions um, is to take the belt, um, uh, lay it across their bed, and then make love to their woman. Uh, uh, in, in the case of Wendy Rector, she would make love to her woman also um, back in the day. Uh, I'm not saying anything, but I'm saying something. Um but have you made love on the, over the belt yet? Uh, that apparently is a line that will not be crossed. So that's a, that's a hard no. Apparently, have you have you made love while wearing the belt? Like only the belt. Another uh, another hard pass. So unfortunately, uh, not allowed in the bedroom at all. It would seem. Okay. Now, are you willing at least just once this week to come? You know, go into sneak this into the into the uh, uh, master bathroom. Right. Then go into the bathroom as your wife gets into bed, run into the bathroom, take off all your clothes except for your socks, get okay. your socks on, right, and then right. come out wearing the belt naked. I will, uh, for you, I will give it a try and I will report back as to how it goes. Brian, what's bothering you this week, my friend? Oh, um, what's bothering me? And, you know, it's... Um, it's something that I think is is a universal complaint. Okay. Um, it is people who are not embracing the holiday spirit. Hmm. It's it, there's there there is um, there is a growing segment of people that I, at least that I'm starting to interact with that seem to take pride in shitting on the holiday season, almost going out of their way to try to rob the joy of others. Um, and, uh, you know, it's uh, I, I had several conversations with uh, some co-workers this week. Right. Um, you know, uh, uh, we know, you know, I'm not uh, the biggest fan of, uh, of of organized religion. You know, I know that the, that the basis of Christmas is the celebration of the birth of baby Jesus. You, you just keep rubbing that, Ron. Sorry. Um, however, um, you know, it's just there, there seems to be a lot of people who, who go out of their way now to um, – you know, to, to, to make sarcastic comments, to make comments, you know, denigrating the, you know, the holiday season. And it just seems to be like this one time a year where, you know, people get around and, you know, try to put themselves in better moods. You know, life is tough. Life is rough. And, um, you know, if, if the holiday season is just a time where you just, you know, you, you do a good deed for a stranger, you do a good deed for a friend, whatnot. Um, why take that? Why try to rob and steal that joy from others? Exactly. And, and oh. I would agree with you on that. Like I, you know, again, talking about the Christmas light situation, I have not reported my neighbors to the authorities. Sure. Sure. Because again, I get it. This is them celebrating the holiday, even though I may not celebrate it in the same way. I am not going to be that kind of person that's going to steal their joy. Um, it's, you know, it's a time of the season when, you know, you want to be with friends and family um, and, you know, celebrate love, celebrate sure. friendship, celebrate closeness. So, yeah, uh, again, I may not celebrate Christmas um, the same way other people celebrate Christmas. But to your point, there are people that now think it's cool to be like Christmas sucks. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, is Christmas commercialized? Um, definitely. But, you know, it's it's a case of, you know, no harm, no foul. Like, sure. as long as people aren't getting hurt by it, yeah, why, if not, somebody why not is... just enjoy it? 
if it makes somebody happy to, to you know, uh, uh, put up a Christmas tree, if it makes somebody happy to fill out Christmas cards and put them in the mail, why shit on it? If somebody wants to get a title belt that says Christmas champion and wear it around yeah. their waist from Thanksgiving to New Year's, let them do it. Ron, if I lose the um, if I lose the Super Bowl bet, I right. just want you to know something. I will be getting a forty nine percent owner <laughs> belt. Um, it will be ex- an exact replica. Obviously, it will not be black. Right. I um, mean, it will have to be a different color. I'm thinking either green or red. Okay. Um, and it will be fifty nine percent owner, so that I can have a forty nine percent owner. 40. Don't try. Don't try and sneak fifty nine percent on there, Damn because it. the math won't Damn math, it. my friend. Damn it. I am. You know, I do like the black. We almost went with the red alligator sure. skin belt. And I don't know. I don't know if that would have looked better. But the black is classy. It's a it's a classic look with the uh, the gold, the black, the red. Um, and again, I mean, look again. I don't want to belabor the point. But look how well the logo turned out on the front yeah. here. Um, and I didn't think, you know, I added our photos to the side plates. I did not think... <laughs> that oh they would have turned out as as well as they did. Like, I am just... Again. How do they print on the gold, if I may ask? Because that's a color print. Like, how do you print a color picture on a... On a, like, on a they're, of- they're definitely... It, they're definitely adhesive. So, like, the photos are... They appear to be stickers somehow. Oh, okay, okay. But but a good quality one. Like like you you have to really get up close. Like it's not like they just printed out like a shit little sticker. Sure. From you know like uh like their own like their own printer. Like this is high quality material. Right. Do you think your wife would 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 appreciate if I got her a belt that said um, "Wife of the fifty one percent owner" and like put her picture on both wings of the belt? I can ask. You know, I don't want to answer for her. That's not a very uh, woke thing to do. But I can always ask and see if that's something that she would be interested in. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's hop into the news. I mean, we'll we'll, we may go back to the title belt conversation, um, but we'll see. I will, however, be hitting the belt at numerous times throughout because that seems to be something uh, wrestlers do. Um, but let's start off, and we have we have often talked about the uh, the hypocrisy of certain uh, religious groups in this country, and I think this uh, this story kind of encapsulates um, that mindset. Uh, going down to Virginia, um, there is a, a nonprofit Christian lobbying organization called the Family Foundation of Virginia. Uh, they were supposed to be uh, having a private event at a room at a place called Metzger Bar and Butchery uh, in Richmond, Virginia, uh, when they received a call uh, before the reservation saying the reservation had been canceled. The reason the restaurant gave is that a member of the staff of the restaurant looked up the organization's website uh, and found that you know, it's really one of these organizations that lobby to try and take away rights from LGBTQ individuals and, right. you know, they're, they're anti-abortion and all that. So the restaurant said, they don't want to, we don't want, we don't want your money. We don't want to host your organization. So now, you know, and, and now this, 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 this Christian organization is complaining, feeling that they feel persecuted because that's the word they always go to. We feel persecuted. Um at the same time, isn't there a case in front of the Supreme Court where a another uh, Christian-based group is backing a company that doesn't want to provide, uh, I believe it's w- uh, wedding website services for same-sex couples? 
Well, I think it speaks to the general hypocrisy that of of the world we live in, especially um, groups within the right, which is that whenever there is a sense that their rights are being infringed, it is, um, uh, you know, a, a mountain to stand on and to scream um, that this is an outrage that cannot be allowed. But then um, when it, it when when the when the. Uh, you know, when the opportunity for them to, uh, you know, uh, uh, cut ties with something that they do not agree with, they believe that they should be able to take their stand and say that, you know, they have a right to choose which organizations they work with. I mean, one of the be- best examples we've had recently was the um, wedding cake baker. I forgot what state it was in. I want to say Colorado. I, I think you might be, be right there. Yeah. But there was a um, uh, there was a bakery that had been um, reached out to by a um, uh, I believe it was a lesbian couple that were getting married. And the baker said that they do not believe in same sex marriage. So they were absolutely not going to um, participate in any type of um, wedding cake for it and um, uh, got a lot of heat. And it uh, it went to the uh, it went into the court system. Yeah, it went to the Supreme Court, I believe, even. I, I, you know what? And I believe that with our six three um, hyper majority of the conservative right running our Supreme Court, I'm sure that case will be given a fair shake. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I'm sure uh, I'm sure there'll be no uh, prejudice involved um, in that whatsoever. But sure. I, I personally, I applaud uh, Metzger Bar and Bakery because, listen, we are people want to argue about cancel culture and things like that. I would argue that just not being able to hold an event at a restaurant um, is not cancel culture. It is a restaurant deciding who they do or don't want to do business with. And uh, I would think, you know, if if you are true to your your beliefs, as this group seems to be, you wouldn't want to provide money to an organization that doesn't share your values. So why yeah. why piss and moan about it? Find a restaurant that more aligns with your your organization's, you know, uh, alleged hate speech and, and provide them with your your hard earned dollars. Sure. I think it's one of those, um, you know, situations where you have to pick one. You have to pick one um uh, approach you're going to take. Either you believe that um, uh, establishments should be able to um, uh, determine what type of customer base they're going to have, or you're going to take away that right and say that private uh, establishments must not discriminate against anyone based on anything. Right. And you can't have it both ways. You right. can't say, hey, I don't believe anybody should be able to discriminate against me because of my views, but I really want to be able to discriminate other from others because of the views that they hold that I disagree with. You can't have it both ways. Um, If we are going to be a country that says um, you're allowed to discriminate as a private uh, 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 owner, then um, then then I'm all in favor of it. Let's just be consistent. Sure. You know, I I really do. I definitely do believe in the you know, you know, if we are, uh, you know, a capitalist uh, society, which we claim to be here in America, um, let the power of your dollar speak for you. You know, if there is an organization and you have some, you know, hateful views and you want to hold your party at a restaurant and that restaurant says, fuck off, don't bring your hate here then I absolutely think you should bring it someplace that says, no, I, we do want your hate. And people should get to pick and choose. Uh, it's the most democratic system you can think of. Right. Is that I, you can pick and choose where you get your wedding cake from. And if there's a baker who 
who sits there and says that they uh, believe that the love that you share with your partner is not one that they support, well, let them go fuck off and not let them and, profit. And off find of another you. Uh, find another baker that does support your views. Yeah, and and give them your money. Absolutely, I'm 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 just a huge believer in that. Yeah, there's not very many monopolies out there, and I would say wedding no. websites and bakeries are probably the 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 most. Uh, you have the most options out there. Um, and you almost, I mean, again, you almost feel that some people, you know, try and hire uh, businesses that they know object to their views just for, I don't know, whether it ends up being the publicity, the the outrage mm-hmm. they can get on social media. But yeah, I, I listen, if, if you want to deny service to someone, um, you know, that's fine. You know, business owners have to make business decisions. And, sure. you know, if, if business owners want to make decisions that's going to take money out of their pocket, you know, at the end of the day, that that's their choice. And so, uh, yeah, I, I'm on board with you, Brian. We're a democracy. Thank you. Yes. Well, it's, you know, it's just, I, as 51% owner, or as you like to refer to yourself now, um, the champ, you know, I think that was uh, very well said. Thank you. Uh, By the way, uh, Billy has also texted me and said, um, can you please hold that belt up one more time? Because the championship belt needs to be seen again. It does. And and I'm going to find a see if there's a better way to display it um, behind me every episode. Um, There you see the front plate. I mean, again, just just beautiful. Just beautiful. Let me well, let me drape it across my, my shoulder again. Just makes me feel warm and safe just holding it close to my heart uh, how many times have you uh uh played the uh uh, uh the hulk hogan uh i'm an american uh what was the song that hulk hogan came out real american he's a i'm a real american yeah yeah, yeah. How, how many times have you played that around i that haven't used that before? one i've been i've been using uh sean michael's sexy boy a lot because i like to kind of dance around with the belt a little bit so i've kind of uh kind of pranced around with a little bit so yeah so that's been that's been uh, that's been fun I think that's wild, and I um, uh, the look of glee on your face is real. Like that's the other. <laughs> it thing, is. Is it that is. I can genuinely say that. Like, there's a lot of times where I think, like, you know, you smile over something, that you, but like, I, you, that is a genuine smile. This is the the. It just it's too perfect that we that we've gone with a, a championship wrestling belt. It's you know it it, it really uh, makes the twelve year old boy inside me very happy. Absolutely. And here's the thing. Um, William Esquire, very good point. Find a way to display it on the wall behind you. The problem with that is the fact that um, it's going to take him at least a month to figure it out. And by that <laughs> point, we're only going to be about two weeks away from the Super Bowl, at which point I'm going to win our annual Super Bowl bet. So the belt will be coming over to me. If you see this wall right here, I've, I've left that Ooh. whole space Right there, that is where the belt will be displayed. Um, just, just give me six more weeks, and I'll have the belt up there. Here, um, good question. Another good question. Will Will this be brought to AEW shows? Um, Matt, get get with get your shit together. Um, of course, it will be. I mean, again, I think it, it is tradition for people to bring. Um, and again, what's different is people bring replica title belts to these wrestling shows. We will have the actual championship yes. carried with us. Um, yes. And I think, you know, again, I think that's why it's important for me to remain champ, because if Brian brings this to an AEW show when he's in row double Q in section 385, no one's going to see this. 
But when I go and I have first or second row tickets on the floor, there's that much more chance that we're going to get some uh, some TV exposure. Wow. That's hurtful. I mean, even even Janelle knows where you can't display it in the front row because of Brian. So, um, you know, what I might do is maybe I'll get like an additional camera and just have a camera on the title belt so it can kind of be our our our, our second uh, our, our third uh, screen here. Now, is it true? And I've heard I've heard some rumors over the past couple of days that you will be hiring a documentary crew to follow you all around the next AEW event that you attend. Uh, the folks from uh, Hard Knocks reached out They're, They kind of want to do this as a side project. And, and we're in discussions. You know, the money's got to be right, Brian. You know how it is Understood. with anything Understood. we do. Money needs to be right. Always, always. Ron, congratulations. Don't get used to that belt. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. Don't get used to it. All right. Uh, Brian, Kanye West has had kind of an up and down year. Uh, he's being recognized by the group uh, Stop Anti-Semitism. He has been named 2022's Anti-Semite of the Year. Congratulations, uh, Kanye. Due to his, quote, threats of violence, hateful conduct, and hate speech against <sighs> Jewish people. Oh, you hate to see it. You I hate mean, to see it, Ron. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, and what's with him always wearing the, the ski mask over his face now when he does interviews? I'm kind of confused by that. Ron, he's an artist. <laughs> All he's right. an artist. And I think you have to appreciate the fact that he doesn't think linearly the way you or I do. He's, he's pushing the boundaries of what is human behavior. He's saying it's okay to wear a mask. He's saying that it's about his words and his actions, not his face. All right. Well, he won the award, earning more votes from the public than fellow finalists Mohammed Hadid, uh, father of supermodels Gigi and Bella Hadid, who are going to have to look. I'm not quite sure why he's up on the list. Uh, and John Minadeo II, who heads the white supremacist group, uh, the Goyam Defense League. Um, the, so Goyam the Goyam Defense League. The uh, Goyam Defense League. They uh, they were the group that uh, hung signs over a Los Angeles freeway mm -hmm. in October, uh, saying Kanye is right about the Jews. Honk if you know. Um, oh my God. So, yeah. so uh, we'll we'll have to see if he can uh, if he can uh, keep that going into the new year. Sure. I, I feel sure. based on his commentary, he's uh, he's more than capable of uh, continuing to say uh, hateful, dumb things. Well, I think he's reaching that point where it is he's running out of things to be shocking about. And if you follow where, you know, his his career trajectory um, and a lot of people are pointing to mental illness. And I, I think that's a crock of shit. Um, you know, there's a lot of mentally ill people. But if you look at what he has done, it is um, it is very strategic in the sense that everything he has done. You know, his whole career trajectory over the past years is how can he maintain a position of um, of being the center of conversation? Yeah. You know, it is at some point in, in his path, you know, being a musician wasn't enough. Being a rapper, producer, 
um, artist wasn't enough. Suddenly he needed to become, you know, the, uh, you know, the topic that, that, that everybody was talking about, whether it was his marriage to Kim Kardashian, whether it was, you know, um, the fashion label he put out, which was called Yeezy, whatever Yeezys, um, you know, the sneakers, um, you know, it was, um, you know, and, and now that I think the, the marriage is over now that you've seen the um, music suffer his the last album he came out with, I believe it was Donda was pretty much, um, you know, heralded, on, you know, by him and his team as, you know, something that was literally going to change the definition of music as we know it. And um, I know a lot of people were very uh, uh, positive about it when it came out. And I think it kind of fell uh, very fast. It was not, you know, this, uh, um, it didn't land in the zeitgeist of society. Right. And, um, it just feels like instead of, of accepting that he is not like the center of attention anymore, he now has gone to, okay, well, well, where else can I go to make sure people are talking about me? And unfortunately he's landed on, um, Hitler did some great things. Um, as, as, as the way to make sure that people are still uh, aware of him. Now, do you think fucking shame? Do you think he he anticipated that he would lose the backing of these huge companies? I mean, he he lost his partnerships with Adidas, Gap, and uh, Balenciaga, um, costing him uh, what he is saying roughly two billion dollars in revenues. Do you think there was a level of arrogance where he felt he could make those comments and still keep his business relationships, or do you uh, think he was he was just okay with that? Like he has his I money, think, and he yeah. was going to be okay speaking what he feels is his truth. I think he was okay so long as they were the, the smaller deals because that was going to be something that would keep. I think, you know, there was even a quote from him in uh, one of the interviews he gave, which is that, you know, he can say whatever he wants. Adidas isn't going anywhere. And yet they and did. And then three days. And then three <laughs> days later, Adidas, tri- you know, dumped him and ended their relationship. Um, you know, I, I, I think he overestimated what um, people were, uh, where people loyalties were. Um, and at the same time, he is playing a very dangerous game because there is a history uh, amongst uh, society about where anti-Semitism leads. Right. And um, it very commonly leads to actual um, uh, actions and um, and uh, uh, violence against Jews. It happens. Well, and full, you know, full statistics for 2022 aren't aren't out just yet, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, uh, most uh, most police groups and the FBI are reporting, you know, anywhere from six to eight times of an increase in hate crimes mm-hmm. against Jewish people. And you have to feel again, you know, someone with a platform like uh, like Kanye can can normalize uh, hate against a group of people like this. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm not saying he is bringing new anti-Semites into the fold, but I think he is definitely emboldening emboldening those that are out there um, yeah. to to be able to you know say what they want to say, commit the crimes that they want to commit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think what a lot of these folks don't realize, I think it's the same thing that the January six rioters have come to realize is, you know, if you don't have the money or the fame or the backing, uh, you end up paying some pretty severe consequences for trying to emulate, you know, the, these celebrities that you follow. Yeah. yeah. And good. Well, I'm glad him. that they do. Fuck him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if the champion 
would never say anything like that. No. At the Ron and Brian podcast. You know? Listen, there is there is a level of decorum that you need when you carry this belt around. And I, I, I try and live up to that. Brian, you talked about people not uh, celebrating the holidays appropriately. Um, I think this kind of falls under that category where a Florida man allegedly threw a Christmas tree at his wife uh, during an argument uh, that was sparked when she asked him to help make dinner. Uh, the individual in question is Richard Atkinson. I think we've got his mugshot here, which is really part of the reason we are um, doing his uh his uh his story here so uh richard age 52 which that's a rough look like this dude is one year older than he's one year older than i am let that sink in (laughs) holy shit that's a rough life so uh so his uh he quote lost his temper uh, Monday evening after his wife asked for help and put a spoon in the sink, accidentally splashing him with water, he packed his things and went outside to his vehicle before coming back inside because he had been drinking, shocker, mm-hmm. uh, and told his wife to leave instead. When the wife tried to go, uh, deputies say Atkinson shoved her, picked up a Christmas tree that was in the corner of the room and threw it at her. Uh, striking her. Uh, He then allegedly blocked the front door to prevent her from leaving. Uh, He was then booked on domestic battery charges and taken to jail without incident. I would like, you know, one important piece, how big was the Christmas tree? Like if it was like, was it real? Was it artificial? Was it one of these little tabletop ones? I feel these... It had to be, yeah. There's no way this man's working on an eight foot, uh, you know, uh, Douglas fir tree. Right. No way. No way. This man is working on a fake tree. I would say that his tree was slightly better than Charlie Brown's. <laughs> I mean, you may have something there. But again, this is New York Post. They, they, they don't give the, uh, the thorough reporting that they should, unfortunately. Next up, we've got a, uh, we've got a woman uh, who went to KFC, ordered some fries, which I didn't even realize KFC sold fries. I haven't been. To, how long has it been since you've been to KFC, Brian? Um, I'm going to say the KFC I have not been to in probably, I would say, seven years. Yeah. And if if I remember correctly, they had wedges. They did not do actual fries. Yeah, it's been about five or six years. Yeah, Yeah. I remember the potato wedges that you could get as a meal. Uh, Oh, the coleslaw. The coleslaw used to be... I used to like Coleslaw wasn't bad, yeah. Better than anybody else's. But anyway, so this woman... I like their spicy chicken. I remember when they started doing the spicy chicken. It wasn't spicy in the sense of... uh, It wasn't like a Nashville hot chicken. Right. Um, But it was just... It had just enough pepper in there to just give it a nice little flavor to it. Yeah. Well, this woman uh, bought some uh, some KFC uh, the other day, got some fries, and got some extras with her fries uh, that, of course, uh, she took to social media to share mm-hmm. with everybody because there apparently was a variety of uh, insects, um, one almost the size of like a medium fry, uh, that were, so, uh, were shown uh, cooked into... Uh, some of the fries. Um, this is a, a photo here. Uh, something apparently called a damsel bug. Um, there also seemed to be another one uh, the size of a small grasshopper. Um, I want to say this is in uh, this is in Great Britain. I feel because uh, she keeps referring to them as chips. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it's got to be. You know, that's a British thing. Um, apparently, uh, KFC offered her a $20 discount uh, for the inconvenience, um, but she has said that she will, uh, she's never going back. Oh, there's actually, I didn't realize there were two bugs in this photo. There's this big brown bug right in the center, and then this green one in the lower left hand corner. That's another bug baked into the fry right there. Oh, gross. <laughs> Now I have a question. A vegetarian, would they eat bugs? Is that included in the I don't um that's a, that's, that that's a good question. I would I would I would I'm not sure. I guess it would depend on, you know, why exactly you've you've gone vegetarian. If it's uh if it's that you don't want to eat meat. I don't know, is that technically meat? Um but if you are no food with a face, um, for Allie. So I mean that makes uh, that makes sense. Now, technically, I think the faces have been fried off these two. So would that then kind of fall into the category of, you know, maybe maybe you'll, maybe you let that one slide. Do um do bugs uh, do 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 bugs have um uh, what's more do their mothers stick around and help raise the bugs as their babies or do the bugs just lay the eggs and move on? I think it depends on the bug. I think there are some, uh, like I think spiders carry around their young for a while, uh, but then there's other uh, insects where, you know, the, the parents just kind of peace out. Right. Then you look at like the praying mantis who eats eats the head of the male after they mate. I don't Stop know why I know that little bit of trivia. But yeah, where do you get that? Where, where do you get that bit of I guess that's why they call you the champion, Ron. <laughs> I mean, listen... Uh, not just uh, not just these good looks that got me this title belt, Brian. The people needed a champion, and that's you. Uh, going out to California, because we don't want to pick on just Florida. Uh, no, we do, no, we no. do have 49 other states uh, which have embarrassing things. Uh, so the president of a California school district board resigned over the weekend after he was accused of paying high school choir students to perform at a, quote, private adult party uh, featuring a dirty Santa and alcohol. Let me pull up this guy's photo, and you tell me, Brian, if in looking at this uh, this photo, this is obviously his his professional headshot. This is uh, Stephen Lanusa. Um, just that smile there, uh, kind of screams predator. Am I wrong here? I'm gonna say he screams. You know, like cool principal. <laughs> you know, like he right. walks the hall. He's not walking the hall in that suit every day. You know, right. he's got special handshakes with some of the kids. You know, he's learning that, you know, like tip tap up down, you know, like like movements. He's, you know, um, you know, he's calling kids by their nicknames. You know, right. there's the you know, he walks through the hallway, hey big Sean, you know, kind of deal. Um, and maybe he also just every now and then, you know, hands out alcohol to his, to, to the students. Well, and uh, so this uh, this party went on back on December 3rd. Again, he uh, he paid for the high school choir to come perform. Uh, and then photos started to leak on social media. Um, it was uh, photos of uh, half naked uh, male entertainers flexing their muscles. Um, a, uh, a Santa who was allegedly drunk and going around making uh, inappropriate comments 
sense to some of the high school students. Um, so uh, he uh, he turned in his resignation um, a day after a special district meeting um, about the party. Um, and uh, police apparently are investigating uh, the party. And, uh, you know, there could potentially be charges uh, coming forward from it. There you go. Um, what, are you, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I mean, I think that's... Uh, I mean, I think in general, it's uh, inappropriate. Like, if you were having just a normal holiday party, sure. um, I think... Even if you were having a holiday party and you were serving some alcohol, I think you could... You know, he's probably thinking, all right, I'm throwing these kids a bone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hire them to, to perform at a party, you know, high school choir, fundraiser, whatever. Uh, but I think, you know, I think when you bring the half-naked uh, adult male strippers, it would seem, into the fold, um, and then an uh, inappropriate Santa, I think you cross a line, man. I think you do. I would agree with that. So, and again... I, Maybe not the best look. Am I wrong? Are you I mean, sure about that? I think it shows <laughs> that he's being hip and cool. I, you know, I think there's a level of of hipness and coolness that you can have. Uh, but then, you know, when you start pissing off uh, parents, I think um, that's when you uh, you have an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on, and again, more hard-hitting stories uh, from the New York Post. Uh, this one about an online influencer by the name of Marielle uh, Mascellini, um, who is uh, who has gone to her social media talking about a botched uh, cosmetic procedure uh, that has she feels basically uh, disformed her face. Um, we're pulling up a, a photo there. Um, the, the other photo was a little too explicit to bring up with her stitches post uh, post uh, post surgery. Um, but so she went through and this is what I don't understand. It was called a non-surgical procedure, but she had some clear incisions made uh, under her nose, down to her lips, under her mouth. Um, and it was performed by a dental professional in Mateo, Brazil, back in 2020. Were a dental professional? Yes. Now, what is a dental professional going to do? I'm I'm not exactly sure. You know, so she apparently was. Oh God! I just I just looked up the photo that yeah. you said was you were not comfortable showing, and I agree with you. So she was uh, she was supposed to be getting fillers in her face, uh, and again, I don't know why you would then go to a dental professional for that. But she she agreed to the procedure in exchange for advertising him on her social media accounts, which only had 15,000 Instagram followers, which oh. is a decent amount. But if you have found someone that is in, if you found someone in Brazil, like if you were a national company, I could see maybe going with someone that has sure. 15,000 followers. If you were in Brazil, um, obviously there's a limited number of those followers that you may get business from. So I would have been, um, hesitant if I were her. She was under the impression that she was getting injected with hyaluronic acid, uh, but a dermatologist found that she instead um, was injected with polymethyl methacrylate, um, which has been linked to inflammation and other complications. Um, she is uh, apparently uh, suing uh, the person who gave her the botch procedure, who is in turn uh, countersuing uh, one to prohibit their identity from being mm -hmm. released and uh, and another for defamation. Sure, sure. Um, Jesus, what it's just a, a sad, you know, I think, you know, we keep seeing stories of people who are, um, you know, uh, what sort of thinking of, you know, in this in this lust for beauty 
um, who are willing to go under the knife for these types of procedures um, to help them go from a eight to an eight and a half. Right. You know, where, where you're, you're, you really are. I mean, this woman had some of her lips shaved off. She had uh, literally a cut right across underneath the nose. She had some of her chin shaved off. You can even see the scars, you know, um, and this, I mean, it's just, it. why would you do that to yourself? I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I mean, uh, ugh, God, just what a shame. I mean, if, if, you look at the, shame. if you look at the photos of her prior to the procedure, she was an attractive woman. Like, I, yeah. you know, I think, uh, unfortunately, you know, people want to get these procedures feeling the need to improve upon themselves. And they, you know, and something like this could happen. Like, uh, yeah. it's very sad. So um, sad. Going out to Norway, and I and I and really, you know what? And this is rude. This is rude. Allie says she would not put that up on a photo on a mug. You know, it's why would you say that? Maybe the mug needs a title belt. Maybe that's the photo. Fo- you know, in hindsight, I maybe I should have used the photo on the coffee mug on the title belt. But I prefer your smiling face. I think that's a much better. It's a much better look. Well, I think you know. I this is this is not um, you know this isn't like the NXT champion. This is this is the main belt. This is right. the world fifty one percent owner championship belt. Yes. So I think it's um, you know I, I I think you have to go official on this one. Right. There's no there's no half assing it. Um, Brian, I'm gonna I, I want to get your opinion on this next story. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around it. Uh, this is where a woman in Norway is facing up to three years in prison on criminal hate speech charges yep. after she said a man cannot become a lesbian. Uh, Tonji Gelvgun, probably butchering that name. So she is a lesbian filmmaker and actress. Um, she, uh, she was speaking out against a Norwegian activist, Christine Gentoff on space, uh, on Facebook. Um, Gentoff is a transgender female that often refers to herself as a lesbian mother. Um, and so, uh, apparently Tonja made comments about how it's impossible for, uh, men to become a lesbian as it is for men to become pregnant. Uh, men are men regardless of their sexual fetishes. And I think this is where she gets herself in trouble, where she refers to someone being transgender as a, uh, as a sexual fetish. Sure. Um, but then she goes on to say that she intentionally posted her Facebook message to draw attention to Norway's hate speech laws. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Brian? I'm not touching this story with a 10 foot pole. Well, I guess. No, the question- no, no. You are not dragging me into this quagmire. <laughs> no, what's um, that? Uh, because there's no, uh, uh, good way for me to look at the end of anything I'm about to say. It's just, it's listen at the end of the day, I think, um, you know, I think you've got a lot of people with their own agendas that are pushing, um, a sense of um, my agenda is the only agenda. And therefore, if you do not agree with me, you are an evil Satan. Um, and I and I just believe that there's a lot of shades of gray out there that we, we are living now in this in this time where um, you have people fanatically saying that everything is black and white. You are either with me or you are against me. Uh, mission accomplished. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to come up with other um, generic euphemisms to throw you're, out you're, there. You're, you're doing a very good job of treading water. Thank you. I'll give you that much. And it's just a matter of, um, you know, seeing how this thing lays out. I, I, I very much do, you know, as I've said, you know, for the past 237 episodes, 
I believe that you've got, um, you know, a lot of people and you have a lot of opinions and you have a lot of different viewpoints. And I think that if you are going to take the approach that people need to agree with you 100 percent or you are out of the fold, I think you are going to end up standing alone. And I do not believe that that is the the right way for uh, for we as a society to move forward. I guess the question was less, you know, of, of people agreeing with your comments and more, you know, the laws that, you know, where this woman may be, go to jail for three years because of her comments online. Let her go. All right. Um, Fuck it. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, a popular Chinese street food blogger uh, was stabbed to death uh, while live streaming uh, from Nepal uh, in an attack that was allegedly carried out by a rival influencer. Uh, we do have a, a, a screenshot uh, that comes from the video of the well, attack. That's graphic, Ron. Uh, um, where's the warning? Where's the sorry. warning? Trigger warning. Uh, oh, Ali, so, look at this. She's laughing at this man's bleeding. Wow. I, that's just terrible. Just so, terrible. Uh, Chinese, uh, why, am I, why am I picking stories with names that I'm going to struggle to pronounce? Um, so, Ron, do you, did you not realize that I only put stories in the share document that you're going to struggle with names? So I'm going to try this. I'm going to give it a you shot. You got it. You got it. You got it. Chinese national... Feng Zhengyong was arrested on December 4th on suspicion of killing Gan Suzhong, age 29, mm-hmm. and injuring 32-year-old Li Chuzan. Yeah. I think I did all right there. Uh, the violent, oh my God, the violent knife attack took place Sunday, uh, last Sunday, at the crowded Indra Choke Market in the capital of Kathmandu. Mm-hmm. Um, shocking video shows Gan, uh, who apparently was known online as, quote, Fatty Goes to Africa catchy title, mm-hmm. uh, broadcasting himself uh, live, walking and laughing with a pair of friends uh, when the scene is suddenly interrupted uh, by a series of distressing screams followed by wild shaking before the uh, the screen goes black. A later recording uh, shows uh, a visibly dazed Gan. Uh, this is the shot from that video. Yep, uh, yep. Sitting in the street covered in blood while another person believed to be Fang can be heard swearing at him in Chinese. Um, I, again, you know, there's, there's definite, uh, I guess, influencer battles that go on. Uh, but I, I don't know that's necessary that you need to kill, uh, another influencer because of it. I think that we can agree on Brian. I think that if you are of the mindset that you are going to be driven to an act of violence because somebody else has, um, a certain level of social media clout for their reviewing of food in street markets, um, I think you need to really um, uh, look at your priorities, reevaluate, and put yourself on a more positive uh, path forward. Right. Uh, apparently, uh, according to pre- preliminary reports, Fang uh, held a grudge against Gan, stemming from multiple unspecified disputes and unresolved deaths. Mm, deaths? How are you? Deaths. Is there a is there a um, uh, an underground market? For money transferring and lending and loaning and loan I mean, maybe sharking. there was maybe there was some partnerships that they did, some some uh, advertising. You never know with these influencers. They, they, they got they got their fingers in a lot of different pies, Brian. Do you think it's possible that um, uh, the gentleman that was stabbed was actually a fifty-one percent owner of a shared YouTube food channel that they that they had, and that the forty-nine percent owner um, uh, won a, uh, a a a wager? And was demanding 
uh, the fifty one percent ownership returned to him. Well, and I think, he, and and the, the video is a little blurry, but it does appear in the the live first live shot that he is wearing sure. some sort of title belt around his waist, and then in the follow up video, um, he is uh, he is missing that belt. Now, granted, if he had a fine quality trophy smack belt, a knife's not getting through this. Um, Listen, so, I. The, it sounds so solid when it you is. knock on it. It's very, very solid. So, oh, Brian, we uh, we uh, we did it again. We forgot this week uh, to talk about our NFL locks of the week. Locks, Brian. Um, Again, I think at this point it really goes without saying uh, the fact that you ran the table uh, again the, today, uh, bringing yourself to a perfect 30 and 0. I mean, and this is why we haven't done an NFL Locks of the Week title belt yet, because, you know, we would have to miss one in order for somebody um, to, uh, to, to take the belt. But. Again, uh, kudos to you. I, I really don't have anything else to say except I'm just I'm just so damn proud of you right now. No, 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 no. no. Listen, um, you know, to me, uh, uh, week 15, just a real easy week to um, uh, uh, to pick. Uh, Ron, at the same time, you also went two and zero. I know, I know you're you're you're, you're trying to rush me, but I will not. No. Um, you know, you're the champion. Um, you went two and zero for the 15th week. Um, 30 and oh, uh, how, how you did it before you did it before and you did it before that. How do you keep going, um, undefeated in your NFL locks of the week? You know, this one, this one was tough and it was, it was a case of really needing to get down. And, and, you know, you have, you have teams that are playing for playoff positions. You have teams that are, are playing for home games in the playoffs. And then you have teams that are playing for nothing, but pride, and then you have teams that are tanking it, trying to get a better uh, draft pick. So I think it really this is this is the time of year where you know the cream of the crop rises to the top. Sure, and that's sure. when you really need to dig down deep into these games and figure who's going to want it more, who needs it more, or is who's going to kind of tuck tail and turn around and run. So I think you know these these are the weeks that separate the men from the boys, personally, in my opinion. So I think it was just a matter of just deep analysis um, and you know just really you know figuring out who is who and who isn't who, if that makes sense. Who do you have this year? Uh, this week, you mean? That's what I meant. Or for the year, it can be either. No, way. I meant who do you, who do you have this week? So this uh, and for week sixteen coming up, um, I have Cleveland minus three versus New Orleans, and I have Minnesota uh, engineering a tremendous comeback yesterday. I've got them minus four uh, against the New York Giants. So I think again, it's a team that's running out of steam at the end of the season. Brian, perfect. Who do you like? Um, I've got the Jets minus two over the Jaguars. Their season is not over yet. Also liking Detroit Lions minus two and a half over the Panthers. All right. I like those picks as well. Uh, put money on them. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe you uh, can buy a, buy a New Year's Eve ticket somewhere with the winnings you get this week. Uh, speaking of, of which, next week uh, we are taking a week off from the podcast, from the After Dark uh, so that uh, we can uh, we can celebrate Christmas. We're, we're obviously we're huge Christmas fans here. Uh, so next weekend we will not be around. We will post our locks of the week on our yes. social media, um, so you can still make your wagers. 
Um, and then we will return triumphantly uh, in the new year, uh, Sunday, January 1st. We will be back with our first recording of the year. Um, we will also do our uh, our pajama party on January 1st. Normally we do it again yes. the last Sunday of the month, but again with this being Christmas, you know, we we, we love our Patreon subscribers and we uh, we we want uh, people to be able to spend time with their yeah. families at the holidays, spend time yeah. with loved ones. I think if there is a theme that has run through this podcast is that there are uh, very important people in our lives and we appreciate mm-hmm. when they take the time to come to us and see us on special occasions so i think absolutely everybody should celebrate that i think that's beautiful um brian anything else we've covered a lot this week we've covered a lot this year i mean technically this is the last show of the year um i guess uh, also january 1st i think we will have to um give our predictions uh, for Ooh, the yes. coming year, as well as review all of our predictions uh, that we made in January of 2022. Uh, one of our more popular segments. Um, it's always good. You are, I will say this, um, you are usually better at your predictions than I am. Your predictions seem to, mm-hmm. to hit a lot more, but we'll see. We will, uh, we will tally everything up and we will see we how will. it goes uh, next week. Brian, any Final thoughts uh, as we finish off this last show of last live show of 2022. Listen, it has been a pleasure. Episode 237. You know, we keep hammering this out. You are a, um, you know, uh, for me to be able to have spent another year sitting um, at this table, staring at you, listening to you talk about what's going on in your life. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I, it, it has, the pleasure has been mine. The luck has been, um, you know, the, the fortune is on my side. Um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just glad to be in your orbit of greatness. Well, I hope you don't mind. I was showing off the belt a little bit more because fans are asking for it. But I agree, my friend. It has been another fantastic year. I love you. I love the fact that we uh, we continue to do this each and every week. I look forward to continuing to do this in 2022. I look forward to, uh, unfortunately for you, continuing to be 51% owner as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've got, uh, it's what, six weeks from now, I think, is the Super yes. Bowl. So yes. we, will, uh, we will definitely... Um, and we broadcast on Sunday night, so we'll we'll, we'll kind of know in live time on Super Bowl Sunday um, on our broadcast that night how things are playing out. So it'll be a very interesting night. Are we going to do the show during the Super Bowl, or will we do it earlier? Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see uh, how our schedules coordinate. Okay. We'll All have right. to see if, if Matt is off his fentanyl by then. I was going to say that um, uh, it, it could be, uh, what if... Uh, what if we watch the game together? We could do that. We could we could definitely could look into live, that. There could be a live transfer of the belt. I mean, by that point, there may be a time where my wife uh, allows you back into the house again. Uh, they, it gives me six weeks to earn her, her, her favor again. Yes. All right. Well, All right. Merry Thank Christmas you. to everybody out there. Happy, Happy holidays for, for those that celebrate Hanukkah, for those that celebrate Kwanzaa. It, this is not just about the Judeo-Christian holiday. 
of Christmas. I know, Ron, you are looking at the holiday season with with only one holiday in mind because that's the one that you were brought up to um, celebrate. However, this is the holiday season. There are multiple holidays going on. People around the world, billions of people are enjoying their own holiday. Um, Let's be inclusive of them. All right. Point taken. Well, again, happy holidays to everybody. We will see you in the new year. Thank you for joining us on the Ron and Brian podcast. We're live each week on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can find prior episodes, links to our social media, and everything else Ron and Brian at Ron and Brian podcast.com. See you again next week.